0: Also, be remembered that when scholars analyze the historical texts of other peoples who wrote about the Phoenicians, they have to keep in mind that foreign writers likely had biases about the people they were describing. Nowhere is this concept more apparent than in the Bible, thanks to two verses from the Old Testament that cast the Phoenicians in a negative light. And Ahab the son of Omri did evil in the sight of the Lord above all that were before him. And it came to pass, as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat that he took to wife Jezebel, the daughter of Beth Baal, king of the Sidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. 1 Kings sixteen thirty and 31. Unfortunately, these two verses have been used throughout history to depict the Phoenicians as licentious heathens, when the reality is that many other biblical verses depict the Phoenicians as being quite adept in the arts of ancient statecraft, and oftentimes allies of the Israelites, as will be discussed further. Another ancient historical source that is questionable in its accuracy of Phoenician origins, but not as biased, comes from the 5th century B.C. Greek historian Herodotus. In his seminal histories, Herodotus wrote, These people came originally from the so-called Red Sea, and as soon as they had penetrated to the Mediterranean and settled in the country where they are today, they took to making long trading voyages. Loaded with Egyptian and Assyrian goods, They called it various places along the coast, including Argos, in those days the most important place in the land, now called Hellas. Herodotus, Histories 1.1. Although most scholars discount the Red Sea origins of the Phoenicians, who occupied the Levantine coast of the Mediterranean Sea during ancient times, Herodotus' account of Phoenician trade and colonization can be corroborated by multiple primary sources. Today, scholars believe that the origins of the Phoenician people can be traced closer to their homeland of Phoenicia, and they have generally used the ancient Phoenician language as a way to determine the ancient civilization's origins. The ancient Phoenician language was Semitic and very closely related to Hebrew and Aramaic, which were the other two major ancient Semitic languages of the Levant Moscati, 1968 and, 91. and due to the linguistic similarities, scholars believe that the Phoenicians shared a common ancestry with the Hebrews. And they were both known as Canaanites before they became Phoenicians and Israelites. Marco, 2010. Although philology has allowed the linguistic origins of the Phoenicians to be unlocked, their geographic origins will continue to be debated until more conclusive archaeological evidence is discovered. The Phoenician culture owed much of its historic importance to the varied characteristics of the landscape that was their homeland. Sometimes arid and sometimes incredibly lush and fertile, The territory was a mosaic of varying landscapes. This sliver of country teeters between the two mountain ranges that run in parallel to the coast, rich in natural resources and freshwater springs. Lebanon's flora was an essential element to its patrimony, and in particular that which was found in the mountain regions. Mount Lebanon is the westernmost range, reaching over 3,000 meters above sea level at its highest peak. The mountain chain was once richly forested in cedar woods, This range is faced by the anti-Lebanon chain to the east, which reaches a maximum height of a little over 2,800 meters above sea level along the border between Lebanon and Syria. The fertile Bekaa Valley is nested between these two ranges, where a whole range of cereals were cultivated from ancient times. The modern discovery and study of the ancient Phoenicians did not begin in earnest until 1860, when Emperor Napoleon III of France, led a punitive military expedition into Lebanon against members of the Islamic Druze sect, which had just massacred members of the Maronite Christian sect. Herm, 1975, 27. Perhaps inspired by his grandfather, Napoleon Bonaparte, who led both French troops and scholars into Egypt in 1799, Napoleon III brought his own scholars, namely Ernest Renan, to study the ancient ruins of the cities of coastal Lebanon. Herm, 1975, 27. Unlike Egypt, which has a number of intact ancient monuments for scholars to study, especially in Upper Egypt, the major ancient Phoenician cities had been thoroughly built over in medieval and modern times, but this problem did not deter Renan, and his efforts later drew other renowned historians and archaeologists to Lebanon. After World War I, when Lebanon was briefly ruled by the French under a League of Nations mandate, more scholars traveled there in order to try to unlock the mysteries of Phoenicia. And the most famous early 20th century scholar to study the ancient Phoenician ruins was the esteemed French Egyptologist Pierre Monte, who used his knowledge of ancient history and modern archaeological techniques to uncover some monuments from Byblos. Herm, 1975-29 Although World War II and modern development hampered extensive archaeological expeditions of the major Phoenician cities, Renan and Monte's early efforts helped to open